say, uh, na-na-na-na. Make him say, uh, na-na-na-na. Welcome in to Kicking Back with Hirsch and Aaron. I'm Aaron. I'm giving Hirsch the week off because, you know what, he works hard and he deserves a week off every now and then. And this episode's a special one. If you don't know, I'm a big wrestling fan. i kind of been watching since, like, my whole life, pretty much. I know Herschel don't really watch anything like that. And a lot has happened in the past couple weeks in the wrestling world. So I couldn't do this alone either. So I brought in a few guests, and I think I need to give them due diligence with some intros. So give me a second. The following podcast is scheduled for about 30 minutes. Introducing, respectively, standing in at six foot eight and six foot ten, coming in hot from the deserts of Arizona and the mean streets of Hammond, Indiana. The host of the Heel Turn podcast, Izzy Isaiah Jackson Jr. and Devin Primes Jr. And that was amazing. That was amazing. I ain't it. I feel legendary. I had to do the I had to do the business, man. And Izzy's got the headband on. I think it's only fair that I gotta join him and put the headband on too. Hold on. I'll bet, man. Wait a second. Let me put the headband on. Won't be headbandless. Man, this see, we this this could be a trio. We could be a trio. We can we can literally take over AEW right now. Exactly. True, because all they have is trios. I'm saying I'm saying we could be next as long as we're not running across William Regal in them. I don't wanna I don't oh, wanna I wanna get involved in that. Give me Wheeler Yuta. I call yeah. dibs on Wheeler Yuta. Y'all, y'all can deal with the other two. I'll, I'll deal, deal with, with William Regal. <laughs> no, I got really Regal. <laughs> Yo, he punched. Hey, he he knocked Chris Jericho loose, man. Hey, look, at least I know it'll be quick. <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> Brian Danielson, John Moxley. I don't know what they have in mind. I ain't, I ain't trying to go nowhere near that. Well, boys, how we doing? How we doing today? It's a beautiful Wednesday. Dynamite's about to come on. This will air on Friday. Uh, 8 p.m. right after the heel turn on WoW 110 and also wherever you can hear podcasts uh, for the heel turn and then uh, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud for us over here at Kicking Back. But guys, a lot has happened the past couple weeks in the wrestling world. So why not kick it off with, in my opinion, the hottest story, the MJF AEW drama. Now, I had in my notes that we're going to start at double or nothing, but on my way home from work i was like wait this started before so we got to go back to where they're negotiating contracts and mjf is talking about the bidding war of 2024 between AEW and presumably wwe things aren't going as well with mjf and AEW. mjf feels like he probably deserves a little bit more and tony khan's probably like yo dog i ain't got that much money i'm paying everybody else way too much So we get to Double or Nothing weekend. We get to a meet and greet and MJF no shows. And everybody's like, what is going on? And we see reports that MJF is planning on leaving Las Vegas, which is where Double or Nothing was. And then we get to the day day of the show. Questions. Is he going to show up? Will he show up? What is he going to do? He shows up. He gets worked by Wardlow. Let's be honest. 10 power bombs. My man had a hard day at work. And then he had the oxygen mask like on his eyeballs. They didn't even put it on his <laughs> mouth right. Come on now. My man had the worst day at work. Then we go to AEW Dynamite in California. The West Coast debut for Dynamite. MJF comes out, says, 
You know, we got the new executives in the back. It would be a shame if anything bad happens. And guys, something bad happened. He went off. He cut this promo, cutting down Tony Khan, cutting down the fans, ex-WWE guys. I'm quoting, fire me, fire me, fire me, you effing Mark. Now, if you don't know, Izzy, would you explain what a Mark is to the people that don't know? Well, a mark, man, it's like, what, like three different definitions of that, really? So usually a mark on internet 2020 terms is like somebody, like a mark is like somebody that knows it all, kind of like more. So it could be a troll. It could be somebody thinking that they know the wrestling business, but, you know, in really reality, they don't know really much nothing in what MJF said. Or back in the day, it was, yeah, that was the person that was the richest, the richest guy you would want to suck in. That was the guy you would get the money from, you know, from the promotion. If that, that makes sense. Yeah. And then after the promo, they cut his mic off, cut to black. While they're in commercial, we see CM Punk come out. There's a video of CM Punk come out with only one shoe on. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But he comes out with only one shoe on. He's like, what's going on? And MJF, he dips. He just dips through the crowd. He's like, I'm done. I'm, I ain't dealing with this. And then after Dynamite, AEW pulls MJF's picture from the roster page. They pull his shop. So nobody can buy his T-shirts or his, I don't know if he has scarves or not, but he's known for his Burberry scarf. And then a couple of days later, we see a report that Warner executives want him pulled from any promotional media or any promotional content that is being put out. So we're left with a whole bunch of questions. Is this real? Is there real animosity or heat between Tony Khan, AEW, and MJF, or is this part of the program? Is this a work? Are they working us? Devin, what are your thoughts, and what do you think is going on? I feel that, I feel like it's a work. And when I say that, I know it's like, this is a deep work, you know, getting all this stuff, like removing him from the page, you know, you can't buy his merch, and even getting like the, you know, executives involved. And it's just the way how it's gone, where like, the promo itself, like he was out there, you know, that long saying what he had to say. Then they finally cut the mic. And then, you know, you bring out CM Punk well, after the, you know, the when the commercial was on air. But it's just with MJF, it's just tough because he's, like I said, he operates in a gray area where you really don't know. Because even when you see him like at, you know, not the signing, obviously, that he didn't go to. But he's all like, you know, what do you want? Get on my face. You know, get out here, kid. You know, he's always just MJF, as you see on AEW, even if you encounter this man, and he's still going to give you the same experience. So that's where I'm like, uh, I don't know when he – look, I'm like, I don't know when he's not playing or not. Like, you know, quit playing. <laughs> so, yeah, him, he operates in an area where it's hard to tell. But Izzy, it's a good where, thing. Izzy, where do you stand on this situation? Um, I think it's definitely half and half. I think half of it is uh, work, but I think MJF is kind of more – so telling the truth, he's actually giving his truth. And I, uh, I think this is just going to turn out to where, like in sports, you know, where we have uh, Woj, Adam Scheffner. I think it's going to be like a Sean Ross Sapper, you know, uh, Dave Meltzer. We're just going to get a notification. MJF resigns. You know, MJF, Tony Khan comes to a deal. And then, you know, AEW, when AEW Dynamite, MJF comes back, he's going to spit a promo. He's going to talk of all his foolishness, going to go on a run of a lifetime. I think that's that's where I can see it going to just because MJF is getting 
you're not going to get somebody this over just to have them leave the company and go somewhere else and make them more money. So I definitely think they're going to find a way to, you know, make this into one huge storyline and he comes back and have, goes on the run of a lifetime. See, I've been, I've been thinking about this ever since, you know, ever since the story of, from Double or Nothing Weekend when No showed the meet and greet. I'm, I've just been thinking about this. I'm like, man, if this is, if they are working here, if this is part of the program, what is the payoff other than an MJF title run? And when does it happen? Because, you know, like they never said, they never finished up the things with CM Punk and MJF. So maybe that could have tied into it. Maybe he beat some other person. But I don't, I, I'm still kind of don't know what's going on. I think I'm in the camp where it's a work until it's not. And, and if it's not, when is MJF going to be done in AEW? Are they going to wait till 2024? Are they going to hold him that long? Can they do that? And if not, how long until he shows up somewhere else? And does he go to WWE? I don't think there's any other place he goes, to be honest. But what would, what would a WWE landscape look like with MJF? Oh, uh, I really, that would be, it just, I don't think he would get the same uh, freedom that he does. And obviously, I think they'll let him, you know, cut his own promos. But, you know, all the curse words got to go out the window. Probably a little bit of the, all of the, the getting out of kayfabe, you know, separating real from, uh, separating the reality from, you know, the script, what's scripted, what's going on. So I don't think he'll get that much freedom in WWE, but you know, his best friends, Cody Rose is there. I'm pretty sure he'll teach him a couple things. So I think, I think he'll definitely go, go nuts. He'll definitely find his way into, and he's huge. Like this man is, he doesn't look, you know, as small as everybody thinks he is. Like he's looks like a, a really huge, not huge, but big wrestler. And so I can see him going for a WWE championship you know, in some possible time, if he was to go over there, I think he, I think he'll do great. I feel he'll do great too. I mean, look at, look at Cody. I mean, coming from AEW, I mean, we got the Cody timer. <laughs> we just got time. the Cody timer. We get the MJF timer. Like, you know, it's just, you, but I mean, oh, sorry. I was going to say, do you think they're going to have a Cody timer for his injury? Like six months till he's back? <laughs> six months? <laughs> He's going to do those Randy Orton promos. Like, I'm almost there, guys. Yeah. Just give me a <laughs> That would actually be he. I'd be down for a Cody <laughs> News Network update. And he's, and he's just down. Yeah. He has his dogs with him. It's just tough. Right? He has his dogs. The baby. I got to have the baby with him. Brandy. Yeah. He's got the whole family. That'd be perfect. I think a WWE with MJF would be interesting because like, like, as he said, like you'd have to completely tone back on the cursing. Um, that's kind of like, well, a lot of people that are critical of MJF bring up that he curses like a lot that I've seen. And I think he could do it without the cursing, without kind of that kind of, I don't know, vernacular lexicon vocabulary. I think he could do it without, but it's just the sports entertainment act aspect excuse me i don't know if he would fit in well with that part because the sports entertainment is very over the top 
And I don't know like how how it would be with him doing the goofy over the top stuff because he did an AEW with Chris Jericho and it sucked. It was terrible. It was bad. I don't want to see show tunes again in wrestling. Oh, so it'd be it'd be interesting to see what happens with the MJF situation. There's still a lot of questions. Um, do you think he will resign with AEW? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I think there's no I, I like I said, I think it's just we're just it's just gonna be an out of nowhere thing where Tony Khan and MJF come to an agreement and then this is where MJF gets his run, gets his push. He talks, he's gonna talk foolish. You know, he's gonna be y'all thought I was leaving. Y'all thought I was so now we then we're gonna have to hear that for a couple weeks. And then he's gonna, I think he's gonna go on the tear. So yeah, I think he'll resign. Yeah, given the time, I see I feel like it's just a matter of really just seeing where what time it'll you know come in terms of we get that announcement that he's resigned again. Well, if he does resign and he gets that title run. We may not know who he's going to beat for the title because AEW world champion CM Punk is hurt. He hurt his foot or his knee, something like that. He got hurt on the June 1st edition of Dynamite in a six-man tag. And then he announced it on that rampage that he needs surgery. But normally you would see in wrestling, people relinquish their championships or stripped of their championships because they can't, they can't defend them. AEW said, nah, we're going to do an interim championship series. And we're going to have John Moxley versus a winner of a battle royal. And then the winner of Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Hiroki Goto, uh, they are going to wrestle at Dominion for New Japan. And the winners of those two matches will face off at Forbidden Door for the interim AEW championship. Who do you think is walking away at Forbidden Door as the AEW champion. Izzy, who do you think? Man, I I couldn't even tell you just because my my pick was Brian Danielson. Cam's comes out, turns out he's injured. He's out for one to two weeks. That's right. He was my pick too. I said, this makes the most sense. He's not going to do anything silly. He's the next biggest name. And then he gets hurt. And so now I'm sad because I was excited for Tanahashi versus Danielson. But we're not going to get that. So now I'm upset. And I have no idea who's going who's gonna to walk away with the championship. Devin, do you have any idea? Yeah, it's tough with the, everybody being out. <laughs> um, Yeah, well, shoot, I'm not really sure. That whole picture is just all, especially when they bring in the, that other match that they need to figure out who's going to be in that match to figure out who's going to be the interim AEW champion. Yeah, I'm not too sure. It's crazy. Hey, does <laughs> does John Moxley go to Forbidden Door to fight for the interim championship, or do you think it would be the winner of this battle royal um, who, by the time this comes out, we will know who who's going to Forbidden Door on the AEW side, but I don't... I have no idea. It would... Would AEW put their world championship on a Japanese competitor, considering that I've, I believe Japan is just now kind of opening up travel restrictions from COVID? And would these wrestlers be able to make any dates for AEW? Because how are you going to have, I mean, no offense to, I know Devin's wearing a Roman Reigns shirt, but how are you not going to have your world champion on TV? He's, he's your guy. He's the guy. Like, how are you? It's, there's so many questions. But I think I might have an answer. And I don't know if this will happen. 
But could this be the time where we see Kenny Omega return and take over as the interim champion and we can finally get CM Punk versus Kenny Omega potentially? Could you guys see this happen? Uh, I don't think so, just because just from when Kenny Omega left, they said he was pretty banged up. He had to get so a lot of work done. We're seeing him on YouTube you know, getting the medical procedures and he looked like he's just in severe pain. So I don't think he'll be back. If anything, if I just had to shoot one up in the air, maybe, maybe give Warlow a try. Maybe, maybe throw Warlow, maybe throw Warlow up against John Moxley. I think now would be the perfect time. He's as over and as big as ever. It'd be better than him getting sued by Mark Sterling. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest, I was not feeling that. But I think I think that's that'd be a good option. Yeah, I didn't even think about that because he definitely is as soon as over as he can be. Him, yeah, right now, I could see them going with Adam Cole as bad as that would be because Adam Cole is, man, I don't know what happened, but ever <laughs> since he lost to Orange Cassidy by a hug, I've been kind of off the Adam Cole train. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Yeah, Adam Cole has he he stopped doing it for me when he just went in there and started smacking jobbers, and then he just talked like he was, and then he became number one ranked, you know, and for the uh, AEW champion, he was beating jobbers, but it was all on rampage. I was like, how? What are yeah. you? What good stuff are you doing here? He's overrated to me right now. Could we see Keith Lee emerge as a potential number one contender for the interim championship? Because they kind of fin- they kind of finished up the tag team thing with Swerve, you know they didn't get the job done at Double or Nothing, which you know we kind of saw happening. But could we see a singles push coming from Keith Lee? I I wouldn't mind a singles push from Keith Lee, but I don't think I just don't think they would have that much faith in him. I don't think Tony. I don't think he's one of Tony Khan's favorites. Because when you, you I don't know, it's just when you're looking at AEW, you see the you same, can tell. No, you yeah, can tell. Yeah. You can see the same people showing up on TV. You you can see like Tony Khan has his favorites and Keith Lee right now. He isn't one of them just right now. Devin, do you have anybody in mind who you think could at least take on John Moxley for that spot? Take on John Moxley. Uh, man, see, uh, oh, it's tough. Oh, um, look, see, AEW is. Izzy's backyard. I just be visiting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great. That's great. Next next time I'm gonna come with more NXT questions for you. Yeah, go see. That's that's, that's, my, that's my territory right there. Yeah, that'll I'm be Devin's team. backyard. <laughs> <laughs> that's why people are like, why you on nobody? I'm like, look. <laughs> hey, do you guys w, have any? Do you guys have any predictions for the uh, New Japan side of this uh, situation? Do you think it's gonna be Tanahashi, or do you think? They'll just throw a curveball and have Goto beat him. I think they had all the hype around Tanahashi. His name's just been circling everywhere. So I do think, and even bringing him in himself is just going to be something amazing because, you know, it's been rumored all about Okada, but, you know, we haven't even heard much about that. He's just been all hype. So I think Tanahashi, I think he'll be great, but I don't think he's going to, I don't think Tony Khan will put his AEW championship on a, on a New Japan wrestler. Yeah. Especially with AEW being so young, too. Yeah. AEW is definitely in a, a weird situation. I think, as is the entire wrestling wor- world, 
CM Punk's hurt. Danielson's hurt for now. Kenny Omega's still out. And over on the WWE side, a big injury. A, a big injury. We saw it. Cody Rhodes tore his pec. And this man still wrestled in Hell in a Cell. And he put on a really good match. I will say that. And you can debate whether you agree with him wrestling like that or if you don't. But him being hurt does not change the fact that WWE is in a bad situation. Their roster is already kind of thin. And at this point, they don't really have any stars. I mean, they got Seth Rollins at this point. And Roman Reigns is there half the time. No offense, Devin. You got the uh, head of the table shirt on. But he's not really there as much with his new deal. What is this going to be bad for WWE in this near future? In this in this time where they like, there's really like no stars that they have. Yeah, I think it's in a weird position, but I don't want to uh, steal from Devin's spot. But with Devin, me and Devin before we were talk, we talked about you know who was up next, and Devin brought up Theory, and I clowned him for it. I was like, Devin, come get out of here. So, but <laughs> but. You know, even this watching Raw the other day, Theory went in the ring with Bobby Lashley. Their theory's huge. Like, yeah, man. yeah, I'm like, this dude's jacked. Like, I was like, maybe, you know, maybe I just, I got to watch myself. And he's our age. And so I'm like, this, the future looks bright for him. You have Bobby Lashley that is ready for a push. Walter is about to beat the crap out of Ricochet in a couple of days. Like, you know, and then you have Ricochet himself. Ooh. You know, you Ooh. don't do that. Don't do this. I don't want to know. Did you just do Ricochet? <laughs> yes. Yes, he no, did. No, no, I wasn't even. No, that wasn't even Ricochet. Oh, man. You, are you hooing Walter, a.k.a. Oh, Gunta. I know what you're talking about. Now yeah, you see. see you when, I, it first, when it first changed, I was like, Walter, he who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's still. That's Gunta. I'm still, I'm still stuck on playing WWE 2K. All I keep seeing is Walter. <laughs> if you can't tell, he's my, he's my uh, favorite. But now, nah, well. Yeah, he's ready for a push. So I think the future is bright. I just, it's just a matter of how Vince is going to use them or how that janky creative team is going to use them. Right. Devin, where do, where do you think the WWE is going to go? Because, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say that they don't have stars. It's just trying to not put your actual stars like a Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. You don't want to put them in positions where they're just doing constantly stuff that's either goofy or doesn't matter. Like you got, you know, Drew holding up, you know, Big D cards uh, <laughs> on SmackDown. You know, and I mean, he should be fine. Like, he's come back from worst, obviously. He was playing the air guitar and became, you know, WWE champion eventually in some years. But it's just a thing of, like I said, they have stars. It's just, like I said, you don't want to – you want to keep their credibility fresh in a way. Like, you don't want to keep them out of that picture way too long, just like Bobby, you know, messing around with Omos for ever since WrestleMania – and you want to at least get them where they're still on a title contention in a way. That's the thing. And like, even with Roman being on TV, you know, it's kind of hard because they're not interacting with a champion. They're not, they're just really just talking like, Hey, I want the championship. Just let y'all know, you know, it's like, you got to actually show people like that they can actually do it. And I just sit up there and just do the whole, I put my hand, you know, my, you know, when they do their hand on the waist, like I want a belt, but yeah, Bobby stars. Lashley goes out in the crowd and takes the belt. Takes it. <laughs> so he's like, I'm telling you, Vince, I'm trying to tell you, man. I want to. <laughs> what else I got to do? 
Well, even though Cody is out, and you guys do make a lot of good points, that they do have stars. I don't know if this is coincidence or if they hit the, got the red phone, made the emergency call, because Super Cena's on his way back. We found that out this past Monday on Raw. John Cena's making his return very, very soon. And is this coincidence or is it Vince hit the, the red phone and is like, yo, we need somebody. John Cena, do, 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 please come back. Boy, <laughs> Boy. Devin, is this coincidence or or did Vince get the, the big red phone? I want to say that it falls into coincidence, I'm going to say. And I'm only going to say that because I was seeing, like, the back and forth between him and Theory, like, even before, like, the Cody Rose injury. So it looked like they were trying to set that up because Theory's all like, oh, I'm a, I'm a better U.S. champion than you ever were. Woo, woo. And, you know, John's like, hey, I got attitude adjustment for you. And so that's where I thought maybe they were trying to build that, you know, just slowly, slowly, in that, you know, pretty much Theory will have his own, like, ruthless aggression moment with the man who had his first, who, who started it. And it's, him coming back now also with the Cody Rose injury, that's why I say it falls into coincidence because I think he was going to come back anyway just to start, you know, interacting with Theory in a way so Theory can have, like, a real strong, credible person that he can, you know, people can see how does he match up with a great like John Cena if he's going to be this next future thing. And that's why I, was, I, I feel like it fell into coincidence where it's going to work because now they need that star power and you can't go wrong with Big Max John. Oh. Uh. Can't do the JBL. Yeah, nah, you definitely can't. And not, yeah, I think that falls under coincidence because you know it's the 20th anniversary. You know, I kind of I figure I figured they probably already did give him a phone call, and we seen all the theory stuff going on. So yeah, I think he was definitely ready to show up this month. But I just gotta say, if theory beats John Cena, don't talk to me for a week. I need a week. <laughs> I need a week. How do you run from the future? Do you man. think they're gonna go with that theory versus John Cena? Oh, John, they, they've been talking back and forth, even Theory, Theory's, and Theory's been drawing back, like, Theory isn't holding back at all, so it looks like they, they both want the smoke. How do you think the match is going to go? Do you think Theory will be John Cena, Izzy? Look, if oh. they do this to make this man some credible, you know, U.S. champion to make, to solidify his, his career, he doesn't need it. Not on John Cena. I'm sorry. Save that, save that for Roman. Roman got, Roman got it. Roman got his little happiness. No, that's it. If not John Cena, then who? 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 It, who? 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 It's, it's got to be somebody like... Tuh. He don't need it right now, to be honest. I don't think he needs it right now. They're you trying to build stars, man. We that's what the U.S. title is for. That's what the U.S. Yeah, and a big defense against John Cena is going to elevate theory. No. You're not. I'm sorry. You, big, we, you just called me on big I match know, John. I know it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you deep down. It's going to hurt me too. Oh, I, I, I don't want to accept it. I'm not going to accept it. I'm, I'm going to be sick to my stomach. Those people probably sick to their stomach when the Rod be called Hogan, but hey. Yeah, and that's the thing. John Cena ain't The Rock. John, John Cena's going to show up. Ooh. The Rock, I was like, The Rock got a whole announcement. Man, was nowhere to be found. I was hurt. Devin. <laughs> you got to make sure the schedule clear on both. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to lie to you. Devin, how do you think Theory versus Cena will shape up and shake out? 
Look, this will give theory, like I said, a way to jab with one of the best of John Cena. And you got to go that far if you want to make that step for somebody to be something where you're like, okay, you might be the next big thing. That's like when Brock Lesnar beat The Rock for the championship. They just, they, they believed in it. They just fast tracked it like, boom, this guy's a huge deal. When you say he's the next big thing, we mean it. And so to step to John Cena, I'm sorry, John Cena, it, what would he really have to gain from trying to beat Theory for the U.S. Uh, belt? Like, it's it's been, you know, it's all, look, we're talking about 20 years. Like, it's been 20 years to the day he started. Him at United States Championship does nothing. And all it does is set back Theory unless they're going to probably keep going or something. But at the same time, it's like you need to just let him go ahead and step on, step on his legend. But, you know, break through this, this legend right here and be like, yo, if he can beat John Cena, we need to watch him. Like he, I don't he could he be jokes. Roman. They look. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they what? They got to build them. You got to take these risks if you want to be. You want to make big stars. But I, I have a question because we we did see Pat McAfee beat Theory at WrestleMania. So Pat McAfee could beat John Cena. Pat McAfee. No, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Wait, wait. You started. I'm mean, to give him the United States champion. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't even. I don't even play that game because you can always just backtrack. Like, well, if you know, if Brock, Le- if the Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar, but Roman couldn't. Be, you know, it's like you'd be like, well, huh? Yeah, it's just. I yeah. I don't even play that game. I really don't even play. Because <laughs> if that's the case, Vince McMahon could beat John Cena. Then Johnny Knoxville beat Sami Zayn. See, that's true. That's See? true. Sometimes who, who has Sami Zayn beat? Like, now we got to go through the whole like line. <laughs> yeah. Well, with Cody out, and they do have stars, but there are rumors that a potential comebacks, Cesaro being one of them, and Bray Wyatt being another. Do you think with the Cody injury, and you know, even though John Cena is coming back, I, let's be honest, it's probably not going to be a full time run. Do you think these rumors are going to be a little bit more true that Bray Wyatt could come back or Cesaro could come back? And where do you think they'll fit in this new WWE landscape? Well, I don't think Bray Wyatt will come back just because they just when he left, they just dogged him. You know, he's unprofessional. He's hard to work with. You know, he's just problematic all around. You know, when uh, when somebody when somebody, you know, fires you and then dips you out and leaves statements like that, you know, coming back there, unless they're giving you a hefty paycheck, you know, that's going to be kind of hard. But somebody like Cesaro, even though he hasn't been treated the best in WWE, maybe that could change. Maybe he could talk his way into something nice because, you know, he's getting old. So I'm not, he's still going to perform at a high level, but, you know, we still, we still got to get him in his prime. So I think Cesaro would be a great pick and I think he would fit in perfectly if he can, you know, work his way into that. Yeah, given the current landscape with the injuries like to Cody, I definitely can see those rumors being some legit stuff. And with Bray Wyatt, I mean, it, they did kind of dog him on, you know, as he left. But, I mean, with WWE, you would never know. Like, we never thought maybe a few months ago we'd be talking about Cody Rose and Hell in a Cell. And he was fought Seth Rollins. You know, we would have never thought of man smashing Triple H's throne or, you know, all that stuff and still came back. And with Cesaro, he didn't really leave on bad terms. He just, you know, I, I'm gone. You know, it was a, you know, thing where he didn't just really Cesaro. Like I can't see Cesaro kicking the door on his way out anyway. 
but he didn't fit in me. And they may look at it like, you know what, man, we probably mishandled him a bit. Let's, you know, get him to the main event caliber that he should be. And so that's where, and then WWE's back is against the wall with injuries. So they, they'll make magic happen. I know that every, a lot of people wanted Cesaro to have like that main event world title push. But I think putting him with Gunta and Ludwig Kaiser and having those two, Ludwig and Cesaro, be a tag team, because we know how good of a tag team wrestler Cesaro is. He's probably one of the, he's probably the best in the last 15 years. I'll say it. Tag team wrestling, Cesaro's the man. I think those two as a tag team would do pretty well. I don't know if they could beat the Usos, but whoever beats the Usos, I think Ludwig and Cesaro be causing some problems. No, nah, I agree. I Y'all are making faces at me. What's happening? You know, because I mean, because I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but when you put Cesaro in the chopping go through, I don't know. The Usos just might have to start sweating a little bit. And I look, I know, I know. I'm I got the shirt, the head of the table. I know. I'm, I'm a little sweating. Need, I know they hurt. You need to get a shirt that says honorary Oose so you can be like <laughs> honorary exactly. I be man, I be fighting for my life trying to defend the bloodline. <laughs> I get no credit like one of these days. Wait, so are you wait? So is do you are you saying that like that bloodline picture with Sami Zayn is cropped out? So you mean like we expanded it's like you on the <laughs> side of like Jimmy or Jay, yeah. one of them? Yeah, pretty much. I told you I was at the cookout. <laughs> oh, Keith, I forgot. Keith I forgot. My bad. You know, he was out there like <laughs> the thong, 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 solo came in. You know, I was supposed to help him out, but Apollo was like, I got this, you know. So Scotty Too Hot, he was doing the worm in the background. <laughs> it was Royal Rumble 2000, just brought to the future. <laughs> well, before we wrap up, I wanted to play a game. And I've heard that Devin's pretty good at trivia. Luckily for Izzy, this is not trivia. We're going to do top-of-mind wrestling edition. So I'm going to give you some prompts or some questions. And don't even think about it. Just the first thing that comes to your mind wrestling-wise, give it your answer. We're going to start with Devin. Devin, favorite entrance music? Head of the table. <laughs> Top of my head. I'll be playing it. Izzy, Izzy, what's yours? Uh, Finn Balor, the, the Demon theme song. Wow. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna pull a throwback. NWO Wolfpack. Too sweet. Dun, 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 oh man. Don't turn your back on the wolf pack. Oh. <laughs> end up in the body bag. Oh man, that's he. That was he. <laughs> Izzy. Underrated favorite. Underrated favorite. Ricochet. Don't see, look at that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Devin's a hater. You be disrespecting Ricochet on the low, man. I'll be saying it ain't just me though. <laughs> he said it's the world. See, man. I can't. Have you not seen have you not seen the program? Whoa. <laughs> they, got, they got people, they got people dancing in front of his girl on SmackDown. Like oh. hey, come on, man. It's my man. Don't Shanky. do this. Don't That's do this. Shanky getting down. Don't do this. Devin underrated favorite. Underrated favorite. Uh, this is a far fetch, but I'm gonna say Montez Ford. Okay. See, mine. You guys might get mad at me. Mine, Butch. But you know, I won't get mad at you. I like Butch. I just don't like him being Butch. If that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but the name Butch, I love. 
And I hope I they they always I hope they always spell it in all caps. Just butch. <laughs> yeah. Butch. All right. Izzy, which would you rather be? A heel or a baby face? A heel. Man. Devin? Says he wanna be a heel. I'll be a baby face. Make all the people love me, man. Power of positivity. I like that. I won't be a heel though. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I, 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 you give me heel vibes. You, I feel like you're. <laughs> Sometimes it's fun to be the bad guy. You got the promo skills for it. Oh, appreciate it. <laughs> All right, Devin, one wrestler or celebrity you'd like to get in the ring with, ring with, and wrestle. Hmm. I want to say you said or celebrity or celebrity, either or. Hmm. I want to get in the I want to get in the ring with the Miz. Sick of him. What a baby face thing to say. <laughs> well, he's a heel, so I mean does it work? Is he? Uh I have to go MJF. Dang. I wanna I wanna I wanna I wanna talk the talk and then I wanna I wanna see. I want to see if I got the hands. So I want to see, I want to see how that how that side of the the rest. You want to run the ones with MJF? Yeah, exactly. Don't I want to. My boy, don't cook my okay. boy. <laughs> see, oh, who would I pick? Man, I think I would. Man, give me Jake Paul. Jake, oh yeah, that would give, be nice. He tried to box me, man. I'm going to hit him with the double leg, hit him with the curb stomp, Seth Rollins style, do the laugh on him. <laughs> I'll start dancing like Seth. Dancing like Seth, you probably got to laugh like him too. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> All right, final one. Devin, greatest of all time. John Cena. Wow. Is he? That, 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 that threw me. I'm sorry. Greatest <laughs> of all time, of uh, the Rock. The Rock. Good. The Rock. Greatest of all time for me, Ric Flair. Ooh, oh, okay, yeah. I don't want him to wrestle anymore. I'm kind of upset that he's getting back in the ring because I think he doesn't need to. But it, he's the greatest of all time for me. Oh well, yeah, man can do it all. Well, gentlemen, that wraps up the game of Top of Mind Wrestling Edition. I'd like to thank you one more time for joining me on this episode. Wrestling special of Kicking Back with Hirsch and Aaron. Where can the people find you? You can find the heel turn at underscore the heel turn on Twitter, the heel turn podcast on Instagram, and we're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Wild 110 right before the Kickback podcast. Is there anything else you guys have left to say before we wrap up here? I want to say thank you for having us on here on the kickback. Give me y'all some wrestling. Wrestling, wrestling content. Wrestling. Well, I know we, we kind of had this wrestling special. I know Herschel has some plans for a special of his own that I think is going to be very exciting. But before we wrap up, I got one. Th- I got a couple of things left. First of all, I don't know how often you guys listen to the podcast. But me and Herschel, we've done a friendship test in the past. And we tested how good of friends we were. And you know what? We we kind of mentioned it on the podcast, but since you guys are here, I'm going to lay down the gauntlet. 
me and Herschel challenge you two to a friendship test to see who are better friends, me and Herschel or you two. When oh, are you, when are you guys down to do this? Oh, I'm down whenever. I'm down when yeah, whenever, right. whatever. I'm in it. We will set it up the match of the century, kicking back versus heel turn. Who will win? We don't know. We'll have to you'll have to figure it out. You'll have to listen and figure it out. But until then, as always, how we end the podcast, be the best you that you can be today. And if you can't, try again tomorrow. This has been kicking back with Hirsch. Well, not Hirsch, with Aaron. And we'll see you in the next one. Uh, Bye-bye.